In June of 2021, the idea to make a new police training facility in Atlanta emerged. It would be the largest of its kind, 170 acres, and more than 43% of trainees would be brought in from other states. It would be in the South River Forest in southern Atlanta, DeKalb County. It would be funded by the Atlanta Police Foundation and the city. After over 17 hours of public comment, during which opposition was expressed by more than a two-to-one margin, the Atlanta City Council voted 10 to 4 to approve the plan in September of 2021. Soon after that, people started living in the woods where the site is to be built in an act of protest occupation. The Stop Cop City, or Defend the Atlanta Forest Movement, is made up of Atlantans and many of their allies from all over the country and world. There is an, a strong environmental aspect and an abolitionist or police reform aspect of their plight. The movement stretches far beyond those living in the forest into neighborhoods of Atlanta and beyond. Here to talk with us today is environmental community activist, Dr. Jacqueline Eccles of the South River Watershed Alliance, a group that has been integral in the environmental struggle to stop Cobb City. Dr. Eccles, welcome to the Independent News Hour. Thank you, glad to be here. We're really excited to have you here too. This is definitely a treat. So. Tell us a little bit about the land that the facility is being built on and why you and the South River Watershed Alliance and others initially opposed the building of the police training center there. Uh, the training center is, is, uh, is being built or folks want to build it um, in the headwaters of the South River. Uh, so we're talking about uh, the city of Atlanta and, and DeKalb County. The facility is actually uh, on scheduled to be built on land owned by the city of Atlanta that's in DeKalb County. Uh, and so um, the impact on the river, the impact on the community, uh, the impacts of climate change, they're just uh, a litany of, of reasons to, um, to, oppose, uh, to oppose this, this project. Right, absolutely. And talk a little bit more about the South River watershed and the forest there um, and how it's, I think, the largest urban forest in the country. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, the, the, the site uh, is uh, right at 300 acres, actually 297 acres, uh, which in, in 2017 was supposed to be protected as um, the South River Forest. Uh, for the benefit of the community, for, uh, you know, to address issues of climate change. Um, and, um, it, and suddenly, um, you know, the, the city of Atlanta, the council, the mayor, you know, decided to renege on their promise. Um, and it was actually uh, passed, this particular initiative was passed by the city of Atlanta unanimously was signed by the mayor, it's included in the charter, it was put in place via ordinance, and then, uh, and that was in 2017, and in 2020, the city just decided to renege on that promise and uh, to hand it over to the Atlanta Police Foundation to build this mega uh, police facility, you know, as you mentioned, of 171 acres of that 300-acre site. Right, and uh, uh, you know, I'll mention uh, uh, as you've told me, the uh, South River area and, and DeKalb County um, is home to a lot of 
black and uh, underserved populations, um, poor parts of Atlanta, and that plan did not go through to preserve the forest, whereas a plan to preserve um, the, the river, the Chattahoochee River in the wealthier parts did. So that is the story of this country, but important to note. So let's go back to the recap. So earlier this year, after one and a half years of forest occupation, one of the forest protectors, Manuel Tortuguita Turan, was shot, most probably with their hands raised up in the air, in a forest raid by uh, the Atlanta police, DeKalb County police, and Georgia State police as they began to clear the woods for construction. That was the first environmental activist to be killed by the police in the United States. Since then, the forest occupation has been over, essentially, but the persecution of Stop Cop City protesters continues, with dozens of them having been slapped with trumped-up domestic terrorism charges that now Sherry Boston, the DeKalb County DA, says she won't prosecute, although Georgia's AG Christopher Carr will. And earlier this month, members of the Atlanta Solidarity Fund had their house stormed by a SWAT team on what seems to be falsified claims of charity fraud and domestic terrorism. Since then, Homeland Security published a letter saying the bail fund group does not, in fact, qualify under its definition of domestic terrorism. And just on Saturday, heavily armed officers tried to make people in Brownwood Park leave as they held a vigil for the slain protester Tortuguita, but the Stop Cop City Instagram page says with photos that vigil attendees, quote unquote, collectively marched police out of the park. So the opposition continues, and now there's a big movement to collect signatures for a referendum to stop the project. Dr. Eccles, can you please talk about that and how it's going? Uh, actually, you know, it's, it's going really well. It, 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 there was a delay, you know, uh, trying to get the, the documents uh, approved through the, the clerk's office with the city of Atlanta, uh, as you, you might expect, um, any way to stop this from happening. Um, you know, but if folks are really energized around it, and, and personally, I think it's um, – there. It, we are pursuing this from a number of standpoints, you know, both legally, you know, with some environmental Clean Water Act uh, issues that South River Watershed Alliance is pursuing, in addition to uh, the, um, the the referendum, uh, which requires, of, of course, you know, hundreds uh, uh, that requires tens of thousands of of, uh, of signatures. You know, a massive effort uh, to identify folks and get them to sign petitions, and there are you know requirements about uh, being very careful of how you get those those um, those signatures and who signs off on them. Uh, you know, so that they aren't disqualified. You know, uh, and so it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot. Uh, uh, it's a lot in terms of of, of an effort that's that's undertaken, you know, by just uh, everyday uh, citizens that are opposing, um, you know, Cop City, but it has to be done. I think it has a great chance of of being successful. I think if we get the signatures and get it on the ballot, it will be successful, and that will stop that this issue. The good thing about this as well is that if we get or when we get the signatures, it's an automatic pause on the construction that's going on every day out at that site because the idea is to kind of uh, undercut, kind of break the morale of of everyone who's working on this 
by just working as, hast as, as hastily as they can uh, and destroy as much of the 171 acres as they can. Uh, but, uh, you know, that has not deterred the determination of folks working on this in any way. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually energized it. And so you and so you say um it's an automatic pause. So once the referendum um once the signatures are collected, you're saying that puts the pause right, or if the right. no, once no, no. the signatures so are once fifty six thousand signatures yeah. are collected and verified and those are from people who were registered to vote in twenty twenty one in Atlanta, right. then right. that will pause. If it passes, it will end. Right. Exactly. And and until when do you have to collect the signatures? Uh, till the end of August, so okay. a little over two months. And when will the referendum vote be if it makes it on? Uh, in November. It's uh, I think it's the uh, November third. I'm not certain of that date, but it's the it's the off year election in November. No worries. So, and in our last minute, um, if you could just talk a little bit more about the effort to collect the signatures, who's involved, why you're so hopeful about it, and then at the end, just let us know how much construction has actually um, been happening or not. Sure. I mean, there, there are a lot of entities. I think the NEACP Legal Fund is one of the uh, organizations, uh, but there's some, some uh, folks who, uh, organizations that are really adept at doing this, that are helping is a very dedicated group of, of volunteers uh, that have been trainings to be sure that folks know how to collect uh, signatures uh, to meet all of the legal uh, requirements uh, that have are associated with this. So uh, I think just the enthusiasm, and I think just the idea that so many folks in Atlanta are um, are against this. And you know, all of the tactics that have gone forward uh, to stop this effort, all of the misinformation uh, uh, is that has been promoted um, or, or propagated, you know, throughout the community um, by the city of Atlanta uh, and the, the Atlanta Police Foundation. Just the cost of this, which will be massive at ninety plus million dollars, it's a blank check. I mean, there's just a lot of energy. Uh, around this and that's why I think Great. it will be successful. Great. And quickly the level of uh, construction already or how much And that? and the construction uh they are moving dirt. They have demolished all of the trees. It looks like a war zone out there. Um mm. they are moving dirt around uh you know until they they scrape the land and remove the dirt. Uh, we can always put the the trees will grow back, um, and that is that's kind of the critical point is to stop this before they actually just remove the dirt from the site. Then there's nothing for trees to grow back from. Uh, so that's that's the the goal. That's why so many folks are working to make this happen, stop the construction, and get this done by November. Dr. Eccles, um, South River Watershed Alliance actually uh, has made its own effort, I'm sure along with others, uh, to stop Cop City via uh, the DeKalb County Zoning Board and issues um, with contamination in the river um, due to the construction. Now, unfortunately, that didn't result um, successfully, but uh, tell, tell me a little bit why and how you felt about the results of that. Uh, you know, you know, once again, um, it's uh, you have to look at the 
the uh, setting uh, that we're in here. You know, you have a very, you have a project, this Cop City, that's supported by the mayor, supported by the Atlanta Police Foundation, supported by the corporate businesses um, in this city, supported by the state uh, EPD, Georgia EPD, which is the environmental regulator for the state. Uh, so you have all of these entities working together to make, to stymie any effort uh, 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 to uh, undo or resist uh, or just stop this whole cop, cop city movement. And that's where we are with the environmental issue. Um, you know, it's, it violates the Clean Water Act uh, because the uh, entrenchment creek that runs through the site, which runs to the South River, are both impaired waterways under the Clean Water Act. Um, they uh, neither waterway can assimilate any more sediment that obviously will will result from all of the land clearing that's going on out there. Um, the, the sediment is detrimental to macroinvertebrates. It's detrimental to fish. Uh, and uh, so the law is on our side. The problem that we're having is that everybody uh, that's in a regulatory kind of position is ignoring the law. And so that's what happened with the uh, with the issuance the issuance of the land disturbance permit. Um, that uh, we were not successful in in uh, having it stopped at that level. Although we continue to pursue this in court, we are looking at an injunction. Uh, to stop the land clearing uh, because of the impact of the sediment from the run from runoff from the site. Every time it rains, it is just a cloud of mud, uh, colored water coming uh, from this from the site. And so we have not given up on this uh, from a legal standpoint. Um, and um, we will continue to pursue this in court because uh, the, the state. The, the county, uh, the city, they're all in violation of the Clean Water Act and the Georgia Water Quality Standards Act, no doubt about it. Well, good for you. And um, that's something that we didn't even talk about earlier is the flooding. And I'm sure, as you said, the flooding's already happening. And if concrete is built there, it would only be worse. Um, so, so now let's talk a little bit about some of the other issues at hand. So Dr. Eccles, you actually have a PhD in political science with research on disparities in state economic development um, for Black Belt counties in Alabama, um, right near Georgia. So <laughs> tell, tell me how you see this issue within the greater socioeconomic and historical context. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, my background is, is it provides great context for this, you know, um, you know, when you look at the whole issue of environmental uh, racism, and and that's a that's a term that I have coined for what's going on uh, in terms of of the impact on communities that are located right around this uh, cop city uh, site. Um, and you know, environmental racism is is different from environmental justice, which essentially just talks about the right to a safe and healthy environment. But race, but environmental racism, on the other hand, um, is race-based discrimination in environmental policymaking, enforcement of regulations and laws, and targeting communities of color for the siting of toxic and polluting industries, uh, resulting in disproportionate harm. And this is the poster child. This site is the poster child of environmental um, racism. And it's you know uh, it's the responsibility of government uh, 
to ensure that the most vulnerable uh, residents are um, and marginalized communities are are accorded fairness and equity. And that is, when you look at what the city of Atlanta is doing, when you look at what DeKalb County is doing, they are failing in their responsibility uh, as a local government. And it's due to the fact that the folks that are impacted are black. They're poor. The Upper South River Watershed Alliance is fully 85% black still um, in Atlanta. Uh, it's 85% people of color. Uh, so that's why this project is even con being considered for uh, these communities, because it's environmental racism, because these folks are have been subjected to this for decades, and they're least able to fight off this kind of, of unfairness and injustice um, in, in their communities. Well, thanks so much, Dr. Eccles, um, for the brief on that, and we'll continue to uh, follow this issue and to talk to you about it. Please do. Love to hear from you.